You're listening to the Carterville Church Life Podcast. I love our church family, and I hope that you do too. Our goal is that the episodes of this podcast would keep us connected and focused while we're scattered for our week on missions together. I hope that you're blessed by what you hear today. Welcome to the Carville Church Life Podcast. This is Corey, the student pastor at Carville, for another Student Ministry Friday, and I have probably my favorite guest. No, I'm joking. He is one of my favorites. Uh, guest with us today is none other than Graybeard Stroh. <laughs> What's up, man? <laughs> Captain Obvious. It's good to be here. Um, so, Stroh, one of the things I learned, picked up from you as an intern, um, and just, honestly, not just an intern, but just being a co-laborer in the gospel, is just the importance of apologetics in today's culture. Um, you're like a super genius. I mean, I know you're like, don't say that. Um, but you are you, like, it's one of your, uh, I guess you can call it a hobby of yours. Um, not a hobby, but like a, um, I love, what is it called? I love good questions. Yes. I love good questions. And since I was young, I've always had good questions, particularly about our faith. And I've had good people who were not afraid to listen to me, ask hard questions and who helped me answer hard questions. And, um, so I think that that's important in the church too often we run from them and um, if we run from them folks think that's because we don't have good answers or we're afraid of them uh-huh. or we're getting something wrong or we have something to hide and so I love that I've had folks who walk me through hard questions and I like being there to help folks when they've got hard questions um, so that we can discover the truth and know that we can trust God with yep. every part of our life so we're not going to run from them in fact we're going to try you know, as a student ministry equip our families to be able not just to have the information but to talk as parents to their students because they're having these conversations once a month in our monthly segment called Apologetics at Home. And uh, so looking forward to that. Stro, you know, I think everybody that's listening probably knows where Apologetics is. Um, but just in case there's a few people who are listening, like, what are they talking about? What is, what is Apologetics? Sure, yeah. So Apologetics comes from this Greek word, apologia. Um, which just means reason, um, basically. Um, logic, mm-hmm. reason, um, answer, uh, explanation. That's kind of the, the heart of it. And so in First Peter 3, um, Peter challenges the church, always be ready to give a good reason for, or a good answer um, for the hope that we have in Christ Jesus. When they ask us questions, we should be ready with good answers, good reasons for why we believe what we believe. And so that's what we're doing. It's, it's good reasons that we hold to the things that we hold to in our faith. Mm-hmm. So what is the, uh, I mean, what why do we need apologetics? How do you see it important for the church and our families? Yeah, I think you did a good job of introducing it already, and we're just going to build on that. Um, lots of hard questions out there in the world um, that we're trying to answer. What's my purpose mm-hmm. in life? Um, how do I work with people who disagree with me? Yeah. Um, and apologetics helps us to to wrestle with what it looks like to follow Christ in a world that in a lot of ways is rebelling against him. And um, while you have good reasons to do that. So when your son or your daughter or your friend or a coworker has heavy questions and they want to know why this works or this doesn't seem to work in what mm-hmm. you believe, helping them understand it is, is important. Real relationships, like real deep, meaningful relationships, um, always push us to discover things about people that we didn't know or didn't understand before. Mm. And when it comes to a healthy relationship with God, I think the hard questions are some of the best ways we become intimate with God. Mm. When we go, wait, you're like, how? I don't understand how that works. Wait, you made me for what? Why? Um, those hard questions are important. Mm. And so um, working those out, giving folks reasons 
to um, think about them and to discover them for themselves. Um, uh, good answers. That's, that's just a big deal. Yeah. I find we need like projects because, you know, I think oftentimes, like you had said, we kind of just run away and kind of sweep under the hard questions. But the fact is like the questions are going to be there, you mm-hmm. know, for, you know, particularly for our teenagers, they're yeah. going to be there at their schools. You know, when they graduate, they're going to be at the college campus. Um, you know, so we have to equip them, mm-hmm. you know, to do the work of ministry, like Paul says, to yeah. be able to have good answers. Mm-hmm. Um, what are some basic tips that you would say, you know, we're kind of laying the groundwork. We're not dealing with a specific question yet. Um, we'll get there. But what what is kind of some basic tips and principles for doing apologetics? Yeah, absolutely. So if you're doing it with your family, like sons, daughters, um, our brother, sister, mom, dad, if you do it with family members, or if you do it with um, man, even a coworker, or an acquaintance, a friend, maybe even a stranger. What I've found, um, Greg Hochul in Texas gives us three good questions, and mm-hmm. these questions help across the board. Um, they help in every conversation I've ever been a part of. The first one is, what do you mean by that? I'm um, mm-hmm. giving that person a chance to make their question clearer, um, to... Um, to give definitions to mm-hmm. um, what they're trying to say. It, just be sure that you understand the person across from you. So asking the question, what do you mean by that? Um, if your kid comes home and says, son or daughter comes home and says, hey, I heard that the Bible changed like over time, like over thousands and thousands of years. Like it's not what it used to be. It says all sorts mm-hmm. of, we just can't trust it, that it's just a book that governments and peoples have manipulated to mm-hmm. enforce their power and to remain dominant. This is what I've heard. Um, you say, oh, it's change. Okay, what did they mean by change? When did that happen? Just ask good questions. Be sure that you get a good feel for what they're claiming. Yeah. Uh, and that's the first question. Really try mm-hmm. to understand what they're saying. Uh, and then once you feel like you've gotten that second question, that I would ask is, what evidence, what reasons do you have that support that? How did you come to that conclusion? Mm-hmm. Um, this is important because I think in our culture, um, we don't have as many good reasons for what we claim Mm -hmm. as we seem to. Um, We have strong feelings. We have strong emotions. Strong opinions. Strong opinions and strong beliefs. But um, sometimes they're picked up by popular culture. Mm -hmm. Um, Sometimes they're picked up by a teacher in middle school science. Like Sometimes our assumptions, our beliefs, our feelings are just picked up, and we don't even know where we got them from or what authority they came from. And we don't realize you don't have good facts, evidence, or reasons for it. So that word evidence is a good word. If it feels too rigid, you know, if it feels like you're grilling somebody, yeah. then you might say, what reasons do you have for believing mm-hmm. that? What evidence? Yeah. How did you get there? Yeah, how do you get there? Yeah, yeah, so first question is one of definition. What do you mean? Mm-hmm. Um, second question is one of evidence or reason. Mm-hmm. Um, and once you walk through those, um, if you notice something in there that you think they should explore further, Mm-hmm. Um, rather than coming back with your own um, your own convictions at first, you yeah. might say, have you considered this? Mm-hmm. Have you thought about that? How does that answer or fail to answer this problem or that problem? What do you do with this? Son, I think you've got a good idea here. I see how it's kind of working out. Mm-hmm. But there seems to be a hole. How do you answer this question or deal with yeah. this problem? So what do you mean? What evidence have you considered? I mean, if you can use those three questions to work through conversations, um, I find it helps the people across from you 
um, and and myself. Like I, mm-hmm. I personally find it yeah. those three questions good for me. Yeah. To really think about an issue, an idea, um, and discover what I really know, mm-hmm. what I'm just assuming, what I've just inherited from someone else, and um, mm-hmm. and I and I, I end up better off after all those conversations. Those three questions yeah. are really useful. Yeah, I think it's some that we also get to see Jesus like model in oh, the Gospels, he does, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. Um, somebody point. comes to him and has a really good question. And it seems like, you know, Jesus might be stumped and he asks, fires back a really better question <laughs> uh-huh. that kind of stumps them. It's kind of like what Kogel yeah. talks about in that book, Tactics, where he says, pebble, put leave a pebble in their shoe. Mm-hmm. You want them to wrestle with, man, that question I can't get away from because mm-hmm. it's a really good question. Yeah, that's real important. Whenever we uh, are wrestling with hard ideas and someone has thinks they have an answer or mm-hmm. is set on a truth that they are, are committed to, if you come at them, and show them all the things that are wrong, uh, they're going to take a defensive posture. They're going to say, this is my idea, this is my truth, I'm going to defend it. Which is actually the opposite of what we want. We yeah. want them to explore that truth and to go, do mm-hmm. I want this to be mine or not? Yeah. And the best way to do that, rather than saying, you're wrong, um, which is going to drive them to dig in harder, if you ask them questions, they also will find themselves open to asking the same questions about their, mm-hmm. their claim. And um, as they do, um, it's possible that, um, yeah, that they'll come to realize what you've realized, especially yeah. if you can walk them down your path by saying, well, have you thought about this? Have you thought about that? Yeah. yeah. Um, something that, you know, part of being, I, I think, that we see biblically part of being one of God's image bearers mm-hmm. is the ability to reason and to think cognitively and rationally. Um, you know, you said that we're in a culture, it's kind of, doesn't have as much reasonable answers or facts behind a lot of things. What amidst that culture, what are some ways that parents and their family can cultivate good thinking and good questioning in their kids and their yeah, teens? That's good. Um, we encounter a lot of information really fast um, in our swipe culture. You know, mm. 160 characters. We yeah. read it. We move to the next idea, the next idea. Small particles of information. Man, tons of images. And in all of that saturation, we don't have a lot of time to think long and hard about it. Mm-hmm. Um, one song after the next plays on the radio. We, we stream one episode after the next, never asking any questions, mm-hmm. just soaking it all in. Um, so being thoughtful um, is asking questions after the episode's over. Mm-hmm. Um, it's asking about that song or... If um, someone in your circle makes a truth claim, they say, mm. this is true, or I believe this, or I know this, looking mm-hmm. at them and going, really, what do you mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, how did you get there? Tell me what evidence led you there. Um, look, it's not wrong to have feelings or opinions, mm-hmm. certainly not, I mean, emotions. Um, what's important, though, is to know when what we believe, mm-hmm. um, what we believe is true, what we're convinced of, is only based on our feelings. Um, because... Mm-hmm. Too often I have found myself misled by my feelings. Mm. And so it's important to kind of say, hey, look, is there any other good evidence that we have? So I would just say, as parents are dealing with those thoughts, claims, as our world throws stuff out there, um, don't be afraid to go, oh, did you just hear that claim? That person said this. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that, son? Mm. Um, what does he mean? What do you think? Does he have any good evidence for that? Do you think that mm-hmm. that's supportable? Um, so I would say use those three questions with your kids, with your family. And explore ideas together. Yeah. Ask hard questions and be thoughtful. Yeah, uh, yeah just be thoughtful. 
I think what, especially what you were talking about in terms of entertainment. Hmm. I'll never forget Tony Rinke, just one of my favorite books he wrote, um, 12 Ways Your Phone's Changing You. Yeah, yeah. And he always, there was one thing that he said that will always stick with me. He said, anytime that we intake information Mm -hmm. without considering Mm -hmm. it thoughtfully is worldliness. Yeah. Um, And that as Christians, we're called to think, like be careful and on guard and Mm sober-minded and alert to the information that we're bringing into and welcoming in our heart and our mind. Um, and so that, that's always stuck out to me. Um, so this has been kind of the groundwork for future segments of Apologetics at Home. What are, you know, just to give our parents a a sample, what are some of the prevalent topics in teen Mm -hmm. culture that questions, challenges to Christianity that, um, students are navigating that we're going to be talking about? in the next couple of months. Yeah, easiest way to probably sum it up is to say that um, we all have big questions that we have to answer in life. Mm-hmm. Um, questions like, um, is there a God? Um, what are humans here for? Um, what's our purpose? Mm-hmm. Um, how do we know the difference between right and wrong? Mm-hmm. What we should do, what we ought to do, what we ought not to do? Mm-hmm. Um, what all out there in the world, like angels, demons, I mean, mm-hmm. what what exists out there in the world? Um, are there mm-hmm. spirits? Should we be worried about those? Is there more than just the physical? Do you have a soul? Um, is your brain just matter? Or is there mm-hmm. a spirit to you? Um, do you have a conscience? Um, so those kind of ideas. Um, that, that's just a few of the big questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so as we wrestle with those, um, those are the big, broad versions of them. The more specific ones will be like, for instance, when we start talking about morality. Yeah. Um, what is the purpose of human sexuality? What's the purpose yeah. of... Um, human identity mm-hmm. um what about whenever folks don't like the gender that they are what about whenever folks don't like the um the morals that you mm-hmm. you tell them are important like honesty yeah. uh, or integrity um sharing not stealing like um compassion mm-hmm. um, what about racism what about like so there are so many issues that are wrapped up in this what does our god say about it mm-hmm. um I mean, who is he like? How can we know that? Mm-hmm. What about Scripture? Um, we believe the Bible, um, and it claims to be the true Word of God. But so does the Quran. So does the Book of Mormon. Yep. And these are all books that claim to be the true Word of God. They say mm-hmm. so. Yep. Um, but we don't believe that to be the case. Why do we trust one sacred Scripture over a different one? Mm-hmm. Um, these are all kinds of questions that are important that students are asking, especially as they come in contact with more and more diverse um Worldviews with people who have different different thoughts, different convictions, and different beliefs, mm-hmm. and uh, I think it's real important in a polarized culture where you get the right and the left, and people who don't just have opinions but begin to hate mm-hmm. and not listen to, think, yeah. or even try to understand people on the other side. For us to begin to go, how do we have good talks? One, so mm-hmm. that our kids are prepared to deal with all the stuff that's going to come at them yep. through the media and from other people that they walk who don't agree with you. Um, two, so that they can carry out the mission of the gospel with mm-hmm. those people. We weren't just called to know the truth, mm-hmm. um, but in compassion, we're called to share the truth. In yeah. compassion, um, to share it. So um, how do we help our kids? How do we help our sons and daughters become young men and women who are able to do that, to have good conversations and can be confident in the truth of our God uh, and in the Christian Jesus's answers to these mm-hmm. big questions. How can we help them know what Jesus' answer is, be sure of it, and see that it's beautiful, better, and help others come to that same conclusion? Yeah, yep. that's what we're wor- yep. that's what we're working at. Well, 
I'm excited for next couple segments. Um, for too. next couple months. Um, so be on the lookout for uh, the next monthly segment of Apologetics at Home. Again, this is kind of the groundwork for that. But man, just start, I would say, you know, just encouraging our parents to start, you know, kind of pick up on some of the tips they said, encourage good thinking, good questioning, you know, start practicing your three questions. You know, what were the three questions against Joe? Yeah, case? one more time. So what do you mean? So when you hear something, what did that guy mean? Mm-hmm. That was that was an interesting claim. What does he mean? What did you mean when you said that? Mm-hmm. So what do you mean? What evidence or reason got you there? What do you mean? What evidence got you there? And then finally, if you have a counter, like what's something else that they need to consider? What's a good thought? Yeah. Have you considered this? Yeah. I'm worried that your answer, that that truth doesn't explain this well. So what do you mean? What evidence mm-hmm. have you considered? Yeah. Well, thanks for listening. Again, be on the lookout for next Apologetics at Home as we seek to not run away but engage cultural uh, challenges to Christianity and hopefully, you know, embodying the mind of Christ um, and the way that he engaged cultural questions as well with our teens. So, yeah. See you, church family. See you later.